Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Parental discretion is advised. Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at SliceOnBroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Hey guys, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show special holiday edition. Merry Christmas, Hosma Hanukkah, or whatever you may be celebrating out there. Uh, and Happy New Year as well. We still got the tree hung with care from our Christmas celebrations. Uh, thank you, Jen Carlins, for the wonderful Mayhem Tree craft over here. Uh, it's mostly survived the holidays. Uh, but with us, we're going to talk Mexican wrestling and uh yeah there's gonna be a little bit of lucha underground in there as well so i mean there's there's some great stuff i know we all got excited about what's happening in japan over this last year but over on the uh, wrestling mayhem show facebook group i've been exposed to mexican wrestling that isn't on the el Rey network and it's been really exciting i figured let's uh let's do a deep dive into this for you guys that are looking for that alternative maybe it's not in our own borders maybe you need to look somewhere else and uh, i want to make sure you guys have all the options in front of you um, alternatively, if there's somebody that's a super, super, super expert on like Japanese wrestling, I think we have a few in here. We might do another special sometime. We want a week off somewhere else on the line as well. But with me, first of all, uh, let's let's go let's go in order of proximity here. Eamon Payton, he's the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, coming at us from San Antonio, Texas. Yes, indeed. The proximity in the sense of of both of the other people here on the show are very far away from Sork. There you go. There you go. You're the closest to me right now, so if, if I have my <laughs> geography right. And also with us, he's a man behind the WrestlingRevolution.com. He's Antonio Garza. Often you see him as hashtag Heel Garza on, on our, on our uh, uh, if you're joining us here Tuesday nights on our live streams usually. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, I've been wanting to talk with Lucha Libre ever since I started following the show, and I finally get to do it. So <laughs> it's, it's, this is my Christmas present. <laughs> and, I and I don't think we mentioned, uh, speaking of, you're in El Paso, which is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, yes. is right on the border. So you are literally the closest person to the source material we're talking about today. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in El Paso. I am uh, 50 minutes away from crossing to, to Ciudad Juarez, which is over in Mexico. So I, I, I did grow up uh, watching a lot of Lucha Libre, uh, as you know, like Eddie Guerrero and Guerrero Carmelo are from here from El Paso. So uh, the, they were running shows since I was a little bit. So I, I, I've been exposed to, to Lucha Libre all my life. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So he is, he is definitely the source to talk about this. And, 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 and Eamon, like, at least like, you, you grew up in, in Cor- Corpus Christi. You, you have to have had a bit. I don't know uh, across the border on local TV or something or or, or something like that. You you've had a, bit, a little bit of exposure too, right? In some fashion. But definitely. I mean, from where I was, uh, and, and, and that kind of stuff that really did showcase a lot of AAA and a lot of CMLL. Mm-hmm. Um, 
traditionally, you get you get lucha in, in South Texas, but it's not necessarily the lucha you would expect. Like like the, the I'll say this, the good lucha. <laughs> um, it's it's much different. Uh, but uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I remember as a kid just flipping through channels when I was getting into wrestling and and seeing Metal or AAA would usually be on at like three or four. In, in the afternoon on like a Sunday. So, mm-hmm. and, and for, for context, my earliest uh, exposure to Lucha is uh, sometime in the late nineties when we got, finally got a, a satellite dish. Uh, we had Univision and Chachi mm-hmm. and I would sit there and watch uh, 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 the Lucha every once in a while on Saturdays when we catch it. I mean, it, it was a handful of times we really were not able to get into it, but I know we saw some people we were familiar with and had been exposed to from like, WCW and before that ECW really was a big thing to introduce lucha wrestling to us in the states and uh, and and I think that, that first I think we need to acknowledge that you know that, that that was kind of a big introduction for a lot of us I think that weren't you know had the proximity that that, that you guys have so um, so I, I think the first bridge here is you know obviously we've been talking about lucha underground Chris De, De Joseph producer of the show. Um, uh, uh, joined us on the Indie Mayhem show a few, uh, couple months ago and an amazing discussion about what they're doing with the show there. And that is, again, kind of more of an introductory thing to, you know, and they have people from Mexico, from these Mexican promotions, uh, really representing on the show, mixed with the people that we're familiar with, maybe from WWE or, or, or Indies in the area or, or something like that. Um, uh, uh, Garza, tell me, tell me, um, wh- you know how relatable is that to what you are seeing in Mexico, uh, or coming out of Mexico? And uh, you know, is that a good kind of introductory for people to to Lucha Libre today if they're just kind of being exposed to it? I think it's a, a perfect introduction right now because uh, in, in Mexico you don't really get like product like Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground is unique, like the U.S., Mexico, Japan, and everywhere in the world, but. Uh, what Lucha Underground did for Mexican wrestling is make a bridge between wrestlers that otherwise you wouldn't really get to see in, in the U.S. anymore. Uh, and I'm talking about uh, Pentagon, uh, Pentagon Jr., Phoenix, uh, Neil Martis, who actually wrestles as as the CSA, who we actually saw in TNA, but TNA did a terrible job at introducing the CS to us. Uh, we even got like Blue Demon and and even Alberto Patron, like in his new, like Mexican style wrestling, you know. And we we live in a in a time in the U.S. where there's so much wrestling that it's just not as easy to bring in like luchadors from from Mexico into other promotions. Uh, we we know for a fact that the WWE tries to introduce uh, lucha libre, but they have to do it in small doses, and they obviously will manage their own characters. Uh, TNA has uh, Tigre Uno, but again, it's small doses, and we don't really get to Lucha Libre uh, as a match. We just see Tigre Uno versus the other guys. Mm-hmm. So Lucha Underground was was great in order to to bring not only characters that are actually happening in Mexico, but the Lucha Libre style itself, and I think that that's the, the the biggest thing that happened for Mexico this year. That Lucha Underground opened the doors for fans to to delve into to Mexican lucha. Uh, I, I would also say that Lucha Underground, I feel, has done a great job of sort of educating people on on 
really the history of Lucha Libre and an understanding of the sort of concepts that go into Lucha Libre. Uh, we mentioned it when Krista uh, uh, Joseph was on the show, but there was once was a, a project that tried to do something similar uh, called Lucha Libre USA. And it was very much an uh, Americanized version of Lucha Libre. It was very mm-hmm. much, there were a few Lucha guys, but it was still an American style of show. Um, this, I think, utilizes a lot more of what you would see on like a AAA or CMLL as far as like, uh, you know, just, just sort of like certain things like, like the importance of like masks and stuff like that and, and the, um, the sort of uh, culture that goes into the into the wrestling and obviously the actual Lucha Libre style of wrestling. Um, uh, obviously there are some American characters on Lucha Underground, but it all still falls under that Lucha Libre style. And I think has done a, a much better job, like uh, Tony was saying, of bridging that gap between uh, Lucha in, in Mexico and sort of bringing it to uh, other markets. Certainly. And if you're interested, the Lucha Libre USA is actually available on Hulu. I, I think the entire season of it, if you want to go see what that was about. And yeah, that's something I know uh, we were talking about. I know I watched some of the early episodes of that. And again, it just didn't really stick out. And I think, Eamon, you went to like some of the live shows they did, right? They did a live show once in Corpus uh, in like a ball field, in one of our minor league ball fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it was, I mean, it was, it was fine, but it wasn't Lucha. I mean, it wasn't a a Lucha Libre sort of style show. They had, I believe Blue Demon was a part of that uh, and and stuff like that, but it was always, it was very much an American style of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I remember, this is a long time ago, uh, probably like 2004, 2005, but there was like a really small like, like Lucha, like actual Lucha show that wasn't like televised or for any major promotion or whatever uh, that happened in Corpus Christi that I remember going to. And, that was much more of the style of Lucha Libre as to what you would see in, in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just the way the show was paced and, and matches and stuff like that, so, as opposed to the more Americanized version. So what you, we were talk, I think we're talking a lot about the Americanized versus the actual, this is what Lucha Libre is. Uh, and, and even, even like what kind of what Lucha Underground uh, represents. What, in your minds, you know, being exposed to the actual thing, I mean, we're, I'm getting the filter up here, you know. I'm, you know the Lucha Libre USA, whatever WCW uh, Professor Mike Tanay tells me is, is, is what Lucha Libre is to me. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> what is the difference between, uh, you spoke a little bit to it, kind of more in depth, why, why should I seek the real Lucha versus this Americanized version? What does it bring to the table It's so different? I would particularly say it's it's more of an art, like a performance art. We we usually hear that about wrestling uh, everywhere, but uh, I I think uh, in in some way, like American like wrestling is like theater, and lucha libre is more like ballet because it, it's lucha libre is not about taking bumps, it's about flying and landing as soft as you can. Yeah. And that a lot of people say that makes it look, uh, I guess, more fake than normal wrestling. But it, it's, it's a different style. It looks, I, I personally, it just looks uh, like prettier, uh, like gymnastics, pretty much. And, and, the, and the same thing applies to all the other rest of the wrestling. There's psychology. There's different types of psychology. Uh, but there's... Uh, you can go hardcore. You can go 
high risk. You can go super technical. Uh, once you see your first technical wrestling match uh, in Mexico, uh, the the type of submissions they have there they're just they're so convoluted, but they look beautiful. And mm-hmm. some some of them actually do look painful. Uh, so I just think that that's to, to me my my difference. Uh, there's not it's not much about the story they're telling you outside the ring, but more about the story they're telling you inside the ring. Yeah, no, and, and I agree. I agree completely. Especially this, like there, is, like there is story in Lucha Libre, but it's a little bit of a. Uh, it's not the main sort of focus, I guess. Uh, I think Tonio spoke here perfectly, where it's more it's more ballet kind of based, and and it's more about the pageantry. I would say, obviously, you have these, you know these masked characters that all have their different personas and they're colorful or they're, you know, you know, they're, they're, they're very uh, visual. And because of that, that sort of has to translate as well into the wrestling. Um, I would say for people that are like sort of uh, wanting to figure out like sort of the immediate style of Lucha Libre, but uh, sometimes like obviously we mentioned, sort of mentioned a lot with like Japanese wrestling, sometimes they can get lost in translation. Um, I think one of the, one of the closest American promotions that has sort of done a great job of sort of teaching the style of Lucha Libre to, to American fans would be Chikara, especially in their early stages. Uh, a lot of it was influenced by Lucha Libre style, uh, particularly uh, Skyda, uh, who uh, had a lot of role in teaching some of the, uh, the Chikara Russell Factory students. Um, uh, it's definitely a lot of that, like, like Tony said, less bumping, a lot more... Uh, you see a lot of arm drag based stuff, a lot of flying, a lot of uh, sort of high, quick pace sort of stuff, uh, as opposed to sort of get knocked down, sell, you know, that kind of aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, that 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 kind of be the best way to kind of sort of describe it. Certainly. Um, so so what? If I'm looking at Mexican wrestling, what are the big things? What's the landscape down there? Is there like you know we we know there's New Japan. Uh, wrestling that's kind of the WWE of Japan. What does the landscape look like uh, south of the border here? Well, this year, 2015, was a crazy, crazy year for, for Lucha <laughs> uh, Libre. Uh, we did not only have Lucha on the ground, as we were talking about, uh, the gap, but we had our, our two big promotions, which are CMLL, which is the Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre, and that is the oldest wrestling promotion in the world. Uh, they started in 1933. Uh, wow. And we have AAA, uh, which is uh, the, like the, the big sports entertainment promotion in Mexico. So j- just to put it in perspective, uh, uh, this is the way I see it. AAA is WWE, the show that has the spectacle, fireworks. They have the big stars. But it's not always the best in-ring product. And then you have CMLL, which is which is kind of like TNA, unfortunately. They have the best wrestlers in Mexico, but it's terribly booked. Like <laughs> terribly, terribly booked. Wow! And yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm pulling up some footage here of uh, AAA. I think it's Triple Mania that I'm showing here, and it's like all the entrances and looking at the set. And the set has that very large scale, like in a different way that WWE does. Like that, I I, I think is very relatable to uh, how how New Japan does their sets a little bit, yeah. right? There's a lot of colors, a lot of different shapes. There's like, do, am I seeing like dancing girls or something out there as well? Is yeah, that they, happening? They have ballets and dancing girls all the time. Wow. <laughs> 
But yeah, it look it looks like a spectacle. It doesn't look like you know I don't know the dungeon arena thing that that I think a lot of people think of when they think Mexican wrestling. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and, and yeah. I, which is which is something I kind of sort of like when I first started watching like Telemundo and Univision and stuff like that to see Mexican wrestling. It was a lot of that. Like it was a lot of uh, a lot of like like sort of the lower arenas. A lot of like like air horns in a crowd and like stuff mm-hmm. like like it, it felt very like uh, it felt small. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, it's triple A I think has really done a great job of sort of creating a, a presentation with it all. As, as you're seeing, you know, the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the whole look of triple A seems, you know, like, like a, like a WWE kind of, you know, product. Right. Right. The, the big reason for that is that CMLL being the, such an old promotion, they have a, the bookers really like old school. Mm-hmm. So like I was saying that like, they're pretty much like TNA. They have amazing talent, terrible booking, uh, but they kind of want to be the NWA. Uh, they want to keep everything super uh, old school, super traditional, and that's why you don't really uh, see all the, the pyro and the, the show like you see in AAA. Uh, I think that's the main, the, the big difference. Uh, TMLL is not trying to be WWE or, or AAA for that matter. Uh, they're trying to be CMLL. Mm. I'm pulling up some uh, some some footage from Undercar. I say there, and even AAA is the is the six sided ring. This is the four corners. Uh, yes. You know, like like it's kind of opposite. It's kind of opposite in that in that 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 vein um, um, for for our promotions. Uh, but but no, yeah. Again, it's kind of like the dark arena. There's not much to it. Um, you know, it looks like it's, it looks great in the ring uh, and everything. But it, it definitely feels like it definitely feels lesser in in in, in comparison. Man, NXT feels bigger than this. <laughs> to be honest, but uh, no, yeah, certainly. Uh, so, so I don't know what. So, you know, what? What's the attraction for you of each? Uh, well, like I was saying, like like AAA is a big spectacle show. I like to see it because you have the big stars. Uh, you have Rey Mysterio. This year you had uh, Alberto Patron, Miss Testes. You have Brian Cage. Right now, I, I think uh, for the title soon it's going to be Rey Mysterio versus Johnny Mundo, a.k.a. John Morrison. Uh, now that we have Lucha on the ground, uh, we also have Phoenix. We have uh, Messias. We have uh, Pentagon Jr., Aerostar. All those guys are, are out there. So... Triple A is the show that I watch because I want to see the characters, because I want to see what those guys are doing. Uh, on the other hand, you have CMLL who has uh, like guys like La Sombra who just got signed by WWE. You have Rush, you have Atlantis, Ultimo Guerrero, uh, which are all, all workforces. CMLL right now has a bunch of all-timers. Atlantis is reaching like 50 years. Negro Casas is also like 50 years. But they're workhorses. They're, they are like, I don't know who I can, I guess they're like at the level of Sting where they can still put a, a five-star match uh, assuming they're fighting the right person. Mm-hmm. And and that, that's the best thing about, about CMLL. Like in their big shows this year, AAA had a terrible show. Uh Right, wrestling wise, they only had like two good matches, and the CMLL in their anniversary show, 
while it was certainly booked, like I said, uh, mm -hmm. their matches are match of the year contenders. Wow, and, and that's like the big difference between those guys. This is this is sounding more and more like TNA WWE of like 2008 than any. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like... That's why I was making that comparison because I feel I think we all feel that way about TNA that mm -hmm. they're just amazing wrestlers, but we we don't agree with the booking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I think I, I think that kind of goes uh, like the way I see. I follow more AAA personally, but I think that's also because of the fact that I became such a fan of Lucha Underground and most of the stars that you see on, on Lucha Underground come from AAA and then you see a majority of them in AAA. Um, uh, CMLL, like, like uh, Tony mentioned, like definitely has a lot of great quality performance and great quality, uh, you know, matches. So I wouldn't throw it completely out as far as, you know, whether you should watch it or not. It's definitely something you should definitely check out. Um, but yeah, if you're more, it's more the style of wrestling thing you want presentation as opposed to the internet. Mm -hmm. So tell me, so so obviously you guys, proximity helps for you guys to, to become part of this, but I'm up in Pittsburgh. Mike's up in New York. We got our friend over in, 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 in California or wherever else. How can I uh, get into all this stuff? How accessible is this? Uh, you know, I mean, we got, we got a, a wrestling kingdom out of Japan, you know, having an English broadcast team. Uh, with with Stryker and, and Jim Ross this year, um, how accessible was it for me to get into the, the, the these brands? Well, to, to start off, uh, both promotions, CMLL and uh, AAA, and actually some of the the smaller Mexican indies, they all usually upload their shows to YouTube, like even their very very quick reviews. Really? So, yeah, if you want to watch the show, you can always. Uh, like they always, they always like leave a month behind, so you have like chance to to buy still buy the pay per view. But you can go to YouTube and, and look up uh, Lucha Lucha Play or I think it's CMLL's uh, channel, and you'll have a bunch of shows. Uh, unfortunately, only AAA has done um, English broadcasting mm -hmm. for their big Triple uh, Mania pay per view, and as as you may have heard. In the reviews, uh, it had a terrible audio. So oh no! <laughs> it may not be the best option to to for that to be your your first exposure. But um, so you have the the YouTube option. Uh, furthermore, CMLL does free uh, broadcasting on the internet uh, of their Friday shows because they, they always run a show on Friday. That's their thing. And AAA does the does do pay per view, IP preview, and pay per view. Uh, I think they do. I, I guess Sky. I'm not really sure which uh, which network they do it here in the U.S. But uh, both both companies do repair periods like around for ten bucks. So maybe if you have the free time and ten bucks is not as much as buying a, a fifty dollar pay-per-view for another promotion. And I, I think that's the, the easiest way to access it. Uh, obviously, to reach on the ground is in. El Rey and hopefully Unima. So I'm not sure they're they're gonna be in Unimas this year. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the best way. That's awesome. And and and, 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 and also, how does um you know not knowing any Spanish, uh, how how if it doesn't have English uh, commentary, it, it's pretty. You, you still pretty much get the idea, right? Yeah. To, to be completely honest, uh, the they, they do. Uh, Play-by-play -play commentary, mm -hmm. but they're really 
similar to Dal Dalui commentary where they just like jump around everywhere with storylines and, and calling moves and everything. So it, it's not like you're missing a lot. Uh, most of the matches, like, like you were saying, they're not fully storyline driven. So you can just enjoy them for, for just the fact of being wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like at, at most you'll miss promos because they do uh, a lot of promos in ring. Uh, but even then, like they're usually the same promo as, oh, I want to challenge for your mask. And no, we will not challenge for the mask. <laughs> Stuff like that. So you're not missing a lot. <laughs> okay. Okay. There's not. We're not. We're not missing a giant Paul Heyman uh, uh, style 15 minute soliloquy on why uh, why Brock Lesnar is amazing uh, in, in in Espanol at this point, right? Uh, it's not. Yeah. 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 That, that's something you, you won't really find it in Mexico, which will be like the long 20 minute promos or, or pipe bombs, like like CM Punk or Paul Heyman. Right. Uh, you, you may see little interviews here and there, but nothing. They usually do their their storyline. Via wrestling and not necessarily a promo. Mm-hmm. Even in the ring, that's good. Hey, the universal language, right? I think that's great. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so, um, but I don't know. What do you think, Amy? Fairly accessible, regardless of the language barrier. Uh, I would agree, and because especially like like how Tony mentioned, like if you're really if the really thing that only needs to be translated for you is like the promo stuff. A lot of usually subtitling usually works pretty well for me in that kind of in that kind of realm. Um, as far as another point, I think with accessibility, as far as lucha libre goes, uh, even going beyond just your sort of regular lucha libre promotion, I feel the best thing about like lucha underground bridging the gap, as we mentioned before, is that a lot of the uh, stars we see from AAA and from Mexico uh, have grown great followings in America and are wrestling more in America now than ever before. Um, Particularly the ones I could obviously Pentagon Junior, Drago, uh, Aerostar, and Phoenix. I think are the ones that really have kind of grown an American following or are getting booked more in America nowadays. Um, they wrestled for Pro Wrestling Guerrilla uh, recently with the Battle of Los Angeles. Uh, Chikara had a AAA team wrestle for them. Uh, even companies like uh, AAW in Chicago recently had Pentagon and Phoenix work that work uh, their promotion. Um, so. It definitely is. If you want to particularly see Lucha Libre stars and sort of the bigger stars in Lucha Libre, the more popular stars, uh, it's now more accessible than ever. Even if you're, you know, for your American indie, you know. Definitely, definitely keep an eye out for all those. So, what is the, what's the first thing I should do? I, I'm actually going through. I feel like I don't know. I'm going to have a lot of Spanish in my feeds in the next couple of days because uh, <laughs> I, I'm going hitting up all the Instagrams and everything, and just going ahead and hit like and follow and everything like that. First thing. If you want a uh, bridge uh, beyond Lucha Underground, what's the first thing you guys think I should go look at, follow, whatever the case may be? I think you're already watching Lucha Underground. The easiest thing is to watch uh, AAA because mm-hmm. you, you'll be able to relate to the characters that you already know because they're actually the same exact characters with the exception of Messias, who's, uh, who's not Mil Muertes in AAA, and... King Cuerno works as a guy called El Hijo del Fantasma in AAA. I think those two are the, the only differences, but you still get your sexy star, your permanent junior, your Phoenix, and they're, they're sassy characters. Uh, like Rey Mysterio is going to be Rey Mysterio here and everywhere in the world. Uh, so I think AAA is right now the easiest way to to make that uh, to make the jump. And once you, you start getting 
accustomed to the style of Lucha Libre, you, you can jump to CMLL and see Lucha Libre done like in, in a more traditional like style. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, oh, a side note, I'm just kind of noticing this right now because I'm going through the CMLL CMLL uh, Facebook page, and uh, I don't know if this just got rolled out or anything, but uh, Facebook is automatically translating some of the posts. Um, oh, really? That's awesome. And there's ones that you can hit the button and they'll they'll translate them. So uh, there's a little tip for you guys if you want to kind of follow what's going on here. Uh, that that's cool. Even the comments, I can respond to the comments. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's kind of cool. Uh, what about you, Eamon? What do you think for for kind of dipping the toe in on here? Uh, I would definitely agree with Tony. If if you have watched at least the you know, if the majority of your Lucha Libre watching so far is Lucha Underground, Triple is the best to sort of, you know, not feel like you're going into something completely new. Um, uh, definitely a lot of their, uh, uh, I, I would say even their, their obviously uh, the recent uh, uh, Triple Mania wasn't, uh, some would say it wasn't that successful, uh, especially with audio issues and, and various uh, various problems in that department. Um, but I would still, do, do your best to try to AAA, like I said, would would probably be your best bet as far as, as far as getting into things. CMLL, uh, I like I said, don't don't you know, uh, not watch it obviously. But uh, if you want, don't be you may you know have some things lost on you as far as characters and, and stuff like that goes. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it, obviously in the day and age that we live in now, it's it's more accessible than ever. So. Awesome, awesome. Anything else? Any other advice? Anything else we should check out? What are we missing in the world of Lucha Libre here for the for the for the uninitiated? Uh, there, there's I guess there's not much else to talk about uh, unless we want to like delve into the actual stories that are going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a big fan of Radio of New Japan Pro Wrestling, they do have a strong, strong, strong relationship with CMLL. Uh, they actually exchange guys right now. CMO has this guy called Kamaitachi, which I'm thinking is going to be the rookie of the year uh, for 2015. And he's doing his like his off-season year in CMLL. He's going back to New Japan. Uh, likewise, uh, Masuka Dorada from CMLL is in New Japan. So there, there's a lot of relation there. If you're really a fan of New Japan, uh, be sure to watch their Fantastic Kamania uh, series of shows because that's Pretty much a CMLL versus New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, tour nice. they do, and that's right after Wrestle Kingdom, if I'm not mistaken. So that's also a, a good connection you can do right now. Awesome, awesome! I, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, uh, again, Amen Payton at Amen Two, please on the Twitters. Antonio Garza of the Wrestling Revolution dot com. Uh, I, I think it was good. You know, we've got to reach out a little bit and show there's more. If, if you're tired of WWE, there are alternatives. If you're tired of English wrestling, <laughs> there are alternatives. If you're liking this mask stuff, if you like, hey, is there more than just Chikara? Because I dig that. We'll see where they got the idea too. Uh, and I think even even Chikara, I think we can throw out there as an option for people who want to kind of dive into a version of this. If you like, like, like I, I, I feel like if you like Lucha Underground, you may also like Chikara. Yeah, because it takes it takes a lot of those aspects of of character driven stuff, sort of larger than life sort of personalities, right? Uh, and right. and you know, putting them in more of an Americanized sort of show. Exactly, and okay. storytelling. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, big time, big time. And we've had some deep conversations about that, uh, especially over on Indie Indie Mayhem show. Uh, the episode we had with Bryce. 
uh, Bryce Rensberg yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago on uh, Indie Mayhem Show 99. Uh, we touched a lot on that and with uh, Alex Cars, who does the uh, 15 Minutes, uh, I'm sorry, Chakar and 15 Minutes podcast uh, about that and, and, and the ride that they get to go on for something like that. I think it's taken to a different level. Also, uh, while we're talking about that, uh, if you have not yet, um, look up the uh, from Ignite Philly. Mike Quackenbush did a uh, about a 10-minute talk oh, there yes. about why wrestling is art. I don't even care if you don't care about wrestling or whatever the case may be. Uh, well, if you're getting this far, you probably care a little bit about wrestling in this okay. show. Uh, but or share it with your friends that don't understand wrestling. Just like here, just take ten minutes, see if you get it after this. And I think it's tremendous. Um, Ignite yeah. Philly, Mike Quackenbush. Uh, I believe it's wrestling is art, or the art of wrestling is, is yeah, what he the, calls the it. Art of pro wrestling, I think, is what it's called. But yeah, if you find uh, look up Ignite Philly on on YouTube, uh, right? It's, it's like like every video on their channel has maybe like a hundred so views. This is up to like ten thousand or something. Exactly, some good good stuff. So please go check that out. Thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, let us know if you're getting into Mexican wrestling. Uh, let us know what you're what you're watching, what you think about it at Mayhem Show on the Twitter, Wrestling Mayhem Show on the Facebook group and or, or on the Facebook itself. And uh, we'd like to hear from you. Good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers. Again, we're not going to charge our Patreons for this this week. This is our gift to you. Uh, and to, including you, Antonio Garza. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> this is my gift. It's my Christmas gift. Your Christmas <laughs> gift. You don't have to pay for the show you're on. That's that gets weird. Uh, but anyways, yeah. but uh, <laughs> thank you so much for that. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.